This is Lighthouse 112, the podcast from the Superintendent of Schools in North Shore School District 112. We're a pre-K through 8 public school district in Northeast Illinois. This podcast is a source of information about the school district, its leadership, its teachers, its students, and its community. It's another source of updates and an additional source of news regarding the changing narrative of public education. Inspire, innovate, engage. District 112 Director of Technology, Jeremy Wickham and I were fortunate to have our presentation accepted by the IdeaCon, Illinois Digital Educator Alliance Convention in partnership with TCEA, Texas Computing Educators Association. The presentation is Students as Leadership Partners. And in this episode of Lighthouse 112, we are sharing the entire audio portion of the presentation that Jeremy and I provided. Now, due to the pandemic, the conference was virtual. And due to the pandemic, our session was considered an on-demand session. Participants were able to listen to it at the time scheduled in the brochure, or they could listen to it at any time. The convention sessions are open all month. There are a few times in the podcast uh, episode where you're going to hear Jeremy say, okay, pause, and then go to the QR code. That was for the people actually listening in. We were able to record them if they had questions for us. The essence of this episode of Lighthouse 112 is to highlight the incredible work of our modern learning community, um, modern learning committee, excuse me, as well as students as partners in our leadership. Please take a moment to listen, whether you listen in one setting or two. Uh, this is a longer than usual edition of Lighthouse 112, and we're so proud to inspire, innovate, and engage here in Highland Park and Highwood and across the world. Thanks for listening. Hello there. I'm Mike Lubelfeld, School District 112 Superintendent, and it's my pleasure to be here with Jeremy Wickham, Director of Technology, as we share with you students as leadership partners in North Shore School District 112. So Jeremy and I are really proud to work with an amazing leadership team comprised of board members, administrators, teachers, students, parents, and our community members. And we're very proud of a school district with about just about 4,000 students pre-K-8, 10 campuses. Um, and we've been making a lot of changes over the past few years. And these changes have been amplifying the voices of each and every stakeholder. We have guaranteed and viable curriculum. We are um, dabbling in new technological devices and we're finding out what degrees of culture, engagement and satisfaction we have for staff members, parents and students. And it's very exciting to be part of this amplification of student voice. One could even say with what we're gonna share with you today, and you'll hear from students, administrators and teachers themselves, is that we're taking student voice and we're moving it from invisible to invaluable in North Shore School District 112. Recently, we, um, we looked at our mission and we looked at our motto and we got it here. I'm gonna read it just because it's nice to sometimes hear it. The mission of North Shore School District 112, a community partnership committed to a world-class education is to nurture every child to become an inspired learner, a well-rounded individual and contributing member of a global community by striving for excellence within an environment that fosters innovation, respect, engagement, and intellectual inquiry. We have distilled this to our motto, inspire, innovate, and engage. And under that umbrella, we aim to have all of the work we do, whether it's committee work, classroom work, leadership work, and we want our students to embody the belief and feeling that we are unstoppable. Today in our presentation, uh, we hope that we can leave you with the belief that having students play an active role, pre-K-12, leadership can be done anywhere and it does not cost anything. Furthermore, it's our belief that students are often the key when approaching issues that are fraught with stagnation and disagreement among many of us in power, so to speak. Our school district is proud to serve children in the communities of Highland Park, Illinois, Highwood, Illinois, and the town of Fort Sheridan. What you're seeing here is a snapshot of a video that we're about to show you called We Are 112. 
We Are 112 talks about the pride we have in our school district, highlights some of the changes we've gone through, and a few that we're going to highlight today for you, including our Modern Learning Committee, our Portrait of a Graduate, and our Facilities Improvements, all that have student voice as part of the amplification. And we're excited to be here with you today. So please sit back now. I think you're gonna enjoy We Are 112. North Shore School District 112 students are curious, innovative, and passionate learners. We're scholars, athletes, artists, actors, and advocates who are dedicated to bringing positive change to our community and our world. The district motto is inspire, innovate, engage. We are thankful to attend school in a district with teachers, staff, administrators, parents, and neighbors who are committed to ensuring that we have the best education and our district is a model for all others. Our community builds on a strong legacy of excellence, continuing to challenge ourselves and reach even higher through creativity and collaboration. North Shore School District 112 is a great place to learn and it's getting better every day. We are proud to live in Highwood, Fort Sheridan, and Highland Park. The district has recently added brand new math and language arts curricular resources with plans to introduce new science, social studies, and other resources in the near future. Our dual language two-way immersion Spanish-English program provides students with the opportunity to learn and serve as positive role models in English and Spanish, building a valuable set of intercultural skills in mixed language classrooms. In addition, our teachers are engaged in expanding professional development meant to leverage the latest research and add new tools to their instructional toolkit. The district is also implementing a long-range plan to ensure our school buildings are modernized to provide state-of-the-art learning environments for all students. This plan for our future will upgrade classrooms, forming art spaces, cafeterias, and learning commons in both of our middle schools over the next few years. Our district provides us with a world-class academic experience. At North Shore School District 112, students aren't just prepared for higher learning. We are prepared to become lifelong, engaged global citizens. We are surrounded by a talented and capable community of teachers and staff, and we expect excellence for all of our students. We are resilient. We are District 112. Thank you for joining us on a journey of our school district. And now Jeremy will take us through the next part. All right, so now that you've uh, had a chance to learn a little bit about the district, what we're gonna do now for our attendees of the conference is we're gonna have you pause your video and actually have an opportunity to interact with some question prompts. So what's gonna happen is, take a look at this screen here. So we have two questions and then we have a URL down on the bottom left-hand corner and a QR code over there on the right. So what we've done is we have created a series of flip grids throughout the presentations day. And what we're asking you to do is to either scan that QR code or go to that URL and record your thoughts on these following questions. So one, in what ways are you engaging students to tell your story? And the second prompt is, is there anything from this video that calls you to act? So what I'm gonna ask you to do now is go ahead, pause your screen right here, take a look at those uh, links, maybe listen to some fellow attendees thoughts. And when you're finished, you can come back, unpause the video and continue on our presentation today with us. And, Welcome back. Hopefully uh, you had a chance to share some of your thoughts and view some thoughts of some of your fellow attendees. So now that you've learned a little bit about our district and our commitment to student voice, we're going to take a look at one of the very real ways that we've made our student leadership partners uh, here in North Shore 112. So uh, 
That is our modern learning committee, which Dr. Lubofeld talked a little bit about earlier. So to aid the district in its efforts in modernization and continuous improvement, a committee was developed to harness the power of our many stakeholders, but especially the voice of our students. So the purpose of this committee when it was created was uh, to guide and inform the decision-making process of District 112 regarding the integration of technology and student learning and to ensure that graduates of North Shore School District 112 develop the skills and knowledge needed in order to be college, life, and career ready. So the committee was compromised of various stakeholders, all of which play a strong role in ensuring the success of our students. So that includes students themselves, it includes parents, it includes members of our Board of Education, it included teachers from all grade levels throughout the district, and it included both building administrators and district administrators as well. So the initial priorities for this committee when it was put together. So number one was to uh, identify characteristics of a college life and career ready 112 graduate. This is something that we would come to call the portrait of a graduate here in 112. In addition to that, it was to construct a guiding vision for technology and learning integration for District 112. It was to analyze family and student engagement survey data. Dr. Lubofeld mentioned earlier that one of the things we're constantly doing is checking in with our stakeholders to see how can we best uh, serve them as learners. And then finally, it was to recommend priority areas of professional learning for our district staff. So based on what we've come up with, we'd be you know, kind of uh, deciding how we wanted to move forward um, with those uh, stakeholders. So the portrait of a graduate, that aspirational vision for each student would end up being one of the crowning achievements of the committee to date. So here's a nice little quote that I, I always like to, uh, to come back to. The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. So really what we were looking to do is, is create those future ready graduates. What skills would they need in order to be you know, prepared for, for whatever? We don't know what the future is gonna hold. And so that's really what the heart of what we were getting at. So this committee met regularly throughout the year to discuss what characteristics would be and just exactly what they would actually look like in our classrooms. So here we have a fantastic photo representing the committee. There is a parent, there's a district administrator, we have a student, and we actually even have a member of our board of education all collaborating together to kind of brainstorm what would these different criteria be and what would they actually look like. So here we also have some students and you can see again, they're, they're, they're working together, they're collaborating, they're really embodying what we would want those future skills to be. Uh, so they're looking at, you know, what, what is it specifically? What are the examples? And why is this something that we would wanna have in our classrooms? We also now here have a picture of one of our district staff members who's not even in the uh, educational side. We have another student, we have one of our instructional coaches, and we had one of our uh, associate principals there on the right hand side it may look familiar to you folks out there. Uh, here we have Jason Williams, who was our coordinator for teaching and learning and really was part of spearheading this entire effort. So here he is, again, with this group of students with administrators talking about what are those skills that we're going to want our students to have. And so the culmination of this work was the identification of these key attributes and the definitions that you see here. Things like learning and innovation skills, ownership of learning, continuous improvement, and several others. I could go through and define those for you, but this is a session about student leadership after all. So I'm gonna turn it over to one of our now former students, Faith, so she can explain just what the portrait of, portrait of a graduate is. As we plan today for a brighter tomorrow for District 112, a group of students, parents, and educators have established a set of attributes that define an aspirational vision for District 112 students. These attributes include having the knowledge to find and evaluate information, the perseverance to learn new concepts and innovate, the empathy to embrace diverse perspectives and be open to new ideas, the courage to make positive change on a local, national, and global level. 
the desire to not only meet expectations, but to exceed them both as a person and student. The confidence to take risks, keep trying, and own the results of our learning. And the commitment to always ask questions, search for better answers, and stay curious. Learn more about how students, parents, and staff are building the future for District 112 at ncsd112.org slash modernlearning. All right. Thank you, Faith. Every time I watch that, I'm just as impressed as the first. She was fantastic. So now what we're going to do, when you've had a chance to learn a little bit about um, our Modern Learning Committee and the portion of a graduate, is we're going to pause and give you another opportunity to interact with your fellow conference attendees. So just like last time here, you're going to see we have a couple of just one question this time. And then we have that QR code and we have the URL in the bottom left-hand corner. So the question we'd like you to think about and share your experiences on are, in your district, do you have any plans to put students in a decision-making position? If so, what are they? And if not, what are some ways you might be able to include students in decision-making? So go ahead, take a moment, pause your screen here, and we'll rejoin you in just a few moments. All right, so Faith again did a fantastic job in helping us spread our message to the general public and our fellow students. Now what we're gonna do for our, our session is uh, move on to a little bit of a round table with some of the other members and stakeholders from our District 112 Modern Learning Committee. So we're gonna take a listen to some students, to some building administrators and some other stakeholders about what the committee meant to them and why it was important in our district's learning process. Hi, my name is Emily and I'm answering questions about the Modern Learning Committee. So the first question is, why did you join and what did you expect from the Modern Learning Committee? I think that I joined because I was just curious about what the committee was and I also knew that the opportunity to join wasn't given to everyone. So I wanted to take advantage of the opportunity that I had been given. and. I think I expected from the Modern Committee, the Modern Learning Committee, sorry, just um, a lot more stuff about technology. I wasn't really sure what it was, but when I think of modern, I think of like technology and then learning, like learning about technology, something like that. I wasn't really sure what to expect. The second question is in what ways are you seeing the portrait of a graduate concept in class? And I see certain aspects of it, like I notice it since now I know more about it. Like there's a part about being more open-minded to other perspectives and like if we're doing a debate in ELA or like we're having discussions in a certain class, I see that definitely happening and going well. And then there's also a part of the portrait of a graduate um, about learning and innovation skills. And even though we're online, I see like communication and collaboration happening between like me and my classmates and stuff like that. So what is your favorite memory of the Modern Learning Committee? That's the next question. My favorite memory is when we did, we broke up into groups and we had group discussions about the portrait of a graduate and we went into like more detail about what it was and um, like what, how it would be what it would look like in the classroom and stuff like that and i liked that i thought that was fun the next series of questions are about student voice and decision making and the first question about that is how has it been used in the district and i've noticed it being used in the district because me being a student i receive the forms that they give out like um, about what our opinions are on certain things and how online learning is going and stuff like that and how can we make online learning better for you so that's how that's a way that i see student voice being used and how can it be used better i feel that it could be used better if we had more voice in what kind of projects we would be doing 
and how we're learning about the concepts that we are learning about in class. Like in some classes, we have more choice than others. And I feel that I enjoy those classes more because I'm more in control. And it just helps me to learn better, have different options about how I learn what I have to learn. And then the last question is, what is your message to the world about student voice in District 112? I, my message is that um, I'm happy and proud to be a student in District 112 because um, I know that they really value student voice and that it's important to the like head people of District 112 because they do give out forms and they do make committees like the Modern Learning Committee to take in student voice and get our opinions on certain things. So that's showing that they listen and they care. And that is my message. Hi, my name is Rodrigo and I joined the Modern Learning Committee because I wanted to make changes in the district from a student perspective. One of my favorite memories in the Modern Learning Committee was when we would get together and listen to each other's ideas. Since the meetings were held before we went virtual, the ideas were not useful. They were not useful because we brainstormed stuff like in-class learning, which we can't do since it's all virtual. I believe that our ideas can be used better by adapting to the situation we are in. For example, making ideas that affect online learning. Um, student voice in the district is really important because it is used to make the learning environment a better experience. Thank you for listening. I joined the Modern Learning Committee to understand more about what we can do to integrate technology to leverage learning for all students and because I want to do everything I can to provide the most optimal learning experience for our students. I'm seeing the portrait of a graduate in class in the following two key areas. Um, one, student voice and choice. Uh, we're seeing students have more of a voice in class and our leveraging of technology helps them to have that voice and choice when doing those learning objectives and also improved strategic use of technology. Uh, that's more focused on hitting the objectives of a task and promoting student engagement rather than just using technology itself. My favorite memory of the Modern Learning Committee was just the collaboration involved. Having students be a part of the conversation was truly essential and valuable to the work that we accomplished. In our district, students are involved in the decision-making process, not just in the Modern Learning Committee, uh, but in the classrooms and the events that occur all throughout the district. My message to the world about student voice in District 112 is that it's happening. Um, we are seeing it every day. And what we've found is that the students, what the students have shown us is that when you incorporate more student voice, you see higher student engagement. And when that happens, there are no limits to where students can go and what they can achieve. Hi, I'm Charlotte Schirmer, and I'm answering the question, in what ways do you see the portrait of the graduate in class? And my answer is because, um, because we're e-learning this year, my teacher, Ms. Smith, made this game, um, Life Smith Edition. And basically, we got a salary from um, Starbucks, and we had to use that money to rent apartments and a car. And we got to choose if we wanted a roommate or not, so that might um, vary the, the, um, the rent. And... We also learned social skills like that because we got to choose our partners and learn how to collaborate. And that's one way I see the portrait of the graduate in my class. Hi, my name is Michael Rodrigo. I'm the principal of Wayne Thomas Elementary School. And I gotta tell you, I was incredibly excited to be, to be asked to be part of the Modern Learning Committee. You know, originally when I heard the committee, I was really excited to be a part of it because I wanted to be a part of a committee that was not only gonna just focus on a grade level or a certain topic, this committee was going to create a vision, not just for a few students, not just for a few subjects, but was going to create a vision for all students in 112. And I want to be part of a vision that would just really kind of guide us for years to come. So for myself, it almost would be a part of just something bigger than myself or bigger than my own school. And it really was a, a really rewarding experience. So that's why I joined the Modern Learning Committee. Uh, in terms of how do I see it every day, I see it and we live it every single day. As an administrator in a building, every time I look at an initiative or lesson planning, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking of the portrait of graduate. Is this process, is this step, is this lesson plan going to help us get our students where they need to be 
here, here, and here. So we have the attributes they need for eighth grade. So in terms of my abilities, I'm always thinking in the back of my mind. And now more than ever in the pandemic, I'm seeing it kind of come every day. I see teachers using technology and being innovative at a level that we've never been before. I see students collaborating using their voice at a higher level than ever before. So I think this pandemic has actually allowed our students to express themselves and grow and actually accelerated our ability to reach this portrait of the graduate. In terms of my favorite moment, um, this is by far my favorite moment. So one of the days, it was uh, probably in the middle, we were being asked to look at several attributes we thought that would be um, where we want for the portrait of the graduate. And we got into different groups. Each group had an adult. Uh, and then two students, a uh, sixth grader, seventh grader, or an eighth grader. Uh, and what we did is we just, every group passed a piece of paper around and you got an attribute. Um, and I remember just sitting in my group thinking to myself, okay, how can I help facilitate this conversation with these middle schoolers so they understand what these attributes are? Um, and I was just blown away because as soon as that first attribute came around, I didn't even get an opportunity to say a word. The students were already having dialogue with one another about what that attribute is and what it could look like for students and what it could look like for a teacher and what does it sound like? And the other adults in their group with me, we just kept looking at each other in awe. We were just so blown away by their ability to be articulate and have these really meaningful conversations with one another. Um, I was so blown away actually, I actually stepped out midway through the activity and called their parents and just share with them how amazing they were and how just overwhelmed I was just their ability. And I think that really just showed me we're a lot closer than we really think. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of these things and a lot of our students have these skills and we now need to kind of refine them a bit more. So I think moving forward, what I'd love to see is we know what the portrait of a graduate looks like. So now let's start talking about what those skills and attributes look like as a kindergartner, as a first grader, as a second grader. How can we begin scaffolding these? Um, so when we get to eighth grade, we can ensure that every single student has those skills. Um, like I said, this work is bigger than one school, one grade level. It, this is the vision we want to have for every single student in our district, all 4,000 of them, to ensure that every kid graduates with these attributes and skills. So my name is Michael Rodrigo. It's been an honor to be part of this committee, and I look forward to the opportunity to do more work in the future. I joined the Modern Learning Committee because it was a new committee being formed in our district, and I'm always excited to be a part of a new initiative and having an opportunity and chance to work with my fellow colleagues. This was even more exciting because we were including students and some of our parents and school board members. The concept of creating the portrait of a graduate was an intriguing topic because the elementary years is such an informative and integral part of a student's development throughout their grade school years. And I wanted to see that overall picture of where a student began with us in kindergarten and where it led to them when they graduated in eighth grade being a district 112 graduate student. I walked away from the committee thinking of multiple opportunities and ways to create opportunities for student engagement and student voice. It's a topic that we have been committed to here at Indian Trail School for the past few years when we started to um, survey our students in grades three through five to find out where they are. And one of our areas of growth is having students have more of a voice and a choice in their school day. Our teachers here at Indian Trail have been committed to ensuring students do have a voice. We strive to create an environment that fosters student voice, innovation, and engagement. We provide students with numerous enrichment club opportunities to meet during a student's day, whether it's at lunchtime or after school, giving each student a chance to engage in learning outside their classroom while connecting with peers from different grades. The majority of these clubs are driven and created around student voice and their interests and taught by our staff, parent volunteers, and even high school students. An example is our lunchtime STEAM program started out meeting once a week because of the popularity and students' voice wanting to have more time to be in STEAM programs. We now offer it three to four times a week with the help of parent volunteers as well as our staff members. Our STEAM program continues even to include our after-school sessions. We provide multiple opportunities for our students to be leaders throughout our school building. We find that students in leadership roles have a voice and can make a positive contribution to our school environment. The younger students look up to these student leaders and see them as their friend and someone to go to when they need help. 
An example was our junior coaches program that we started last year. It's a student leadership initiative that we implemented and has been very successful, especially during our recess time, which in turn has diminished many of our behavioral issues. Our students get to apply to be junior coaches. And once they apply and are chosen, they are part of a leadership program where they will participate in fun leadership activities, games, and, and team building. Our Indian Trail Student Council provides another opportunity for students to plan school-wide events and revolve around making the world a better place through the We School Foundation. Parent volunteers even carve out time during the lunch period for service project learning that engages students in monthly activities that support our local organizations. The volunteers meet with students to find out what organizations students are interested in and passionate about so students can organize a service project. Our school district has been and will continue to be a special place for our students, staff, and our community. Hi, my name's Colleen Butler. I am a second grade teacher at Ravinia School and I was on the Modern Learning Committee. Um, the reason I joined the committee is because I like to incorporate technology into my classroom and I was hoping I'd learn um, some new things I could be doing with my students. And I wanted to see if I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing or if there was more I should be doing with my students. Um, but the committee uh, evolved into being much more than that. It evolved into being a K to eight look at where we want students to end up after eighth grade with technology skills. Um, where am I seeing the portrait of a graduate concept in my class? Well, you know, it's what, what the committee helped me see was that just like everything we teach, it shouldn't be standalone. So technology shouldn't be a standalone thing. Like today, we're going to learn how to use a Google Doc. It should be incorporated into what we're teaching in order for it to be meaningful. Um, so in my class, I like to use um, fun technology when we've completed a writing assignment and we're publishing it and we're presenting it and we can present it in some fun different ways using you know green screen apps and puppet shows um sometimes we've created uh, comic strips and it's a real application of using technology to present their work what's my favorite memory I thought it was so fun to be sitting at a table with other teachers from the district, but also other students in the district, parents, um, administrators, uh, administrators and teachers from the high school. And the students kept everything lively. They had a lot to say. They wanted to tell us all the ways that the things that teachers are trying to get them not to do, they're able to go around and figure it out and do it. So um, it really was a message of instead of teaching, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, teaching students how to be responsible with technology and using it appropriately. And I have to laugh every week that there was a big box of snacks on the table and the, the students just ate snacks the whole time. They were working, but they were like, I'll have a bag of chips and now I'm gonna have a bag of cookies <laughs> and now I'm gonna have a drink and then I'm gonna have some candy. <laughs> so the snacks were a big part of the experience for the, the students that were involved, but um, their voice was important because they were telling us things like, you know, we're figuring out workarounds for things that teachers are trying to get them not to do. Um, so how is student voice being used um, in classrooms? Well, you know, hopefully teachers are thinking when they're planning about their process, their product and their content and deciding, you know, if my lesson is about biographies, can students choose who they study? 
Can they choose how they present what they've learned? Can they choose how they gather their information? If, um, if the standard we're working towards is researching, where can students choose their part in it? Um, and I think we're all working towards showing students where they're having choice and um, talking with them about what choices they are meaningful to them. Um, so it was a really great experience. I've learned some things that I'm going to definitely incorporate into my classroom, and I'm excited to see where everyone goes from here. So I joined because I was, I mean, I was asked to be in it and I was like, oh, cool. That sounds fun. Uh, I mean, I, I was like, okay, sounds great. Um, I mean, I was, I was curious. I was like, what's this new group? Like, oh, wait, my voice can be heard. Shocker. Like, that doesn't always happen because a lot of times your voice isn't necessarily as valued in both like the real world and in I don't know, in other situations, I guess. And so I was just like, okay, I get to share my opinion. People actually want to listen to what I have to say. So that was great. <laughs> and then next question is, in what ways do you see the portrait of a graduate concept in class? I think that the biggest, I mean, it's weaved into our stuff, like especially like essays and other formatives like where you have to do research and find and evaluate and stuff. But I think I see it me, um, mainly in discussions and class debates because there we learned open-mindedness, creative thinking, um, find and evaluate, <laughs> positive active citizen. I'm sorry, I pre-made this list. Um, just to know what I was gonna say. But um, so that pretty much checks most of the boxes. So I think that's where I see it mostly. Um, I mean, every class does their own thing, but, or different versions, I should say. But, um, okay, the next question is, what is your favorite memory of the Modern Learning Committee? Um, so I'm actually, my friend, Emily, she's like my best friend. and. And so one day after school, we we walked to her house, which is, I don't know, like two blocks away. And, and so we scootered from there to Starbucks and we grabbed a drink. And then from there, we scootered to the to the building where it was heading. And then we got in and I think it was one of the first ones. And we were like, oh, my God, there are so many people. There are snacks on every table. This is like kind of overwhelming, and we just scouted out a table. And I remember there were younger students, and they were stealing all the good snacks. And I really wanted to eat those good snacks. I mean, they could take whatever they want, but they took the good snacks. So that was slightly disappointing. They took like the skinny pop and like I don't know fruit snacks, and those are top quality snacks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. Okay. Regarding student voice and decision making. Okay. How has my voice been used in the district? Well, you guys send things like this in which you want to hear a voice back. Um, and I don't know, there was like a Lighthouse podcast and you asked someone or a few people or anyone to see if your opinion wanted to be used or something. I mean, now there's Flipgrid and then. I noticed that a lot of my teachers have been wanting more feedback forms um, to better their teaching, which is amazing. Next question is, how can it be used better? Um, well, so one thing that I wish we had more of is project choice. Um, like last year for ELA or in the past couple of years, we had to choose like what literacy book we want to read and like so last year I chose Ender's Game it, it was really good I really recommend it to those who haven't read it and other kids read Animal Farm or Bus 57 or 57 Bus I don't know and I like the choice because I don't always get as much choice because like in other classes like 
social studies, um, your what you're talking about is more predetermined. But I just wish we have more choice in that, like which one we want to do first or which one we're more interested in so that we can go more in depth with. But I do feel like my teachers are getting my feedback. I just wish that sometimes they used it a little bit more. Um, you know, I guess that's really all just project choice and more choice in general. Okay. Um, final question is, how can it be used better? How can your voice be used better? And what is your message to the world about student voice in District 112? Um, so I wrote down this little snippet. Um, okay. Anyway, so, sorry. Um, so student voice is so important because your voice matters and it's really important because people want to hear what you want to say and so that they can learn from their mistakes and that they can fix any potholes in the road. Because in the end, learning isn't about just like teaching you a subject. It's about how your student retains that information and you want to make it fit so that they retain certain information. Because I know that like, like an example is that like, like me and Emily, we, le we work in such different ways. Like, like Emily needs to work in with noise around her <laughs> and she's like just keep on talking and I'm like okay whereas I I need complete silence I literally brought a pair of headphones to school last year that were like noise canceling so I wouldn't hear anything because I just don't work well without them um but I guess just that like in order to better our education we need to learn from others and what they think and what can we make better like this is a perfect example like it's so important and yeah my message to the world is just to listen to others and hear what they want to say and it's just so important like life wouldn't function without feedback all right thank you so much to our students and to our staff stakeholders shared a little bit about their experiences with the modern learning committee and the creation of the portrait of the graduate and really how important it is to offer students choice and voice and what it is that they're doing uh, in their education. So now we're gonna take another pause, give you a little bit of time to, uh, to think about a question, maybe listen to what some of your fellow attendees thought about what they just saw. So here's a question that we're gonna put forth to you. Has your district created a portrait of a graduate or something like that? If so, could you please describe your journey in creating your portrait of a graduate? And if you haven't yet, do you have any questions for us? Something that myself or Dr. Liebelfeld could listen to and give you uh, a couple of answers to via that Flipgrid. So take a moment, pause your screen, uh, hit up that QR code or that URL, and we'll see you in just a couple of moments. All right, welcome back. So now I'm going to hand it over to Dr. Lubelfeld, who's going to talk a little bit about how we're incorporating student leadership in our long range planning. Jeremy, thank you so much. So one of the other areas that the district has made a real and lasting commitment to student voice has been done through long range planning. In 2018, the district started a plan that called for $75 million in investments in each of the two middle schools in District 112. Northwood Middle School construction is just being completed in January of 2021, and Edgewood Middle School will start its completion um, in the summer of 2021, will be open in 2023. What's neat about the plan, the planning process, and elements that we're going to share with you in a sec is that the entire modernization is focused on providing equitable access to educational opportunities for each and every student in modernized learning facilities with academic support and social emotional learning in mind from the front end. From the outset of the long range plan, students played a key role in the planning and the design of the schools. And here we've got some images that show learning spaces that are really student centric and student focused for collaborative, inviting, and comfortable spaces. Talk about the phases of, of work that we've gone through. Um, and we're also gonna show you a, a video in a little bit from our chief architect 
that actually outlines and amplifies um, students as leadership partners. And as I, I, I know you've seen, and we hope that you've seen throughout this presentation and snapshots into our world is the authenticity with which students and our staff bring to the table is embraced, is enhanced, is processed, and is then applied and used in almost every element of our work. And where we can do better, we ask how we can do better, and then we make plans and we actually do better. And we're real proud of that because District 112 is a special place and it's really neat for the adults to do everything in our power to make sure that we remember the students are not only our partners in leadership, yet our students are the reason we're here. The schools were not built for superintendents. The schools were built uh, for the schools. Um, so Jeremy, I think we're gonna queue up a video if I'm not mistaken, as yes, we sir. are about to bring our, our um, presentation to a close now. So I wanna thank the folks at uh, IdeaCon and TCEA for allowing us to bring our story to you and to bring our student roundtable and our staff roundtable to you uh, in this format. All right, here we go. So with Northwood um, and Edgewood as well that's coming up, we did at least three different kinds of touches with the students. Um, the first touch, Dr. Lubefeld and I actually moved in with them for a day and attended all the lunch periods at both schools. And we rolled out a big long piece of paper and asked them to draw or write or describe what they'd like to see in a school and then some things maybe that didn't work out in the school they had so we saved all those and categorized those and that was a big influence during the design secondly we issued a survey to them and asked them some specific questions about how they felt in the building are they happy when they walk in in the morning and they answered things about color temperature how they sit in their chairs and a lot of the responses did have to do with um, how they were seated in their classrooms. So the third touch that we had with them was when we um, looked at furniture ordering, we actually brought a lot of samples in to both of the gymnasiums and had them vote. So we're very excited when they move in here at Northwood, the seating for the students and the teachers was selected by the students and teachers. So as you might realize, um, not everyone likes the same kind of seat and you don't sit in the same kind of seat all day long. So that came out as a true vision of the students. They wanted different kinds of seating. So each classroom has, actually has four different kinds of seating. They have a regular chair with a back. They have a tall stool with a back. Um, they also have soft seating like a small couch. And then they have these wobbly stools that any student can pull up at any time during class and change it. If they're not feeling um, too um, engaged, they, sometimes just being able to wiggle a little bit helps them. Seating and the type of furniture in the classroom really engages the students and contributes to the learning environment. Students are very important in the design process because students tell it like it is. They tell you the truth and they don't sugarcoat it. They know what they want in a school. They know what hasn't worked in the past. And they all have a vision of what they'd like to see in a new school. So they're very important when we're designing the school. Those are images from the new Northwood Middle School that's um, set, set to open up. Um, as, as Jeremy and I bring students as leadership partners to a close, you want to um, give you sort of a call to action. Um, I co-wrote the book, Student Voice, From Invisible to Invaluable with Nick Poliak and PJ Capozzi in 2018. One of the end of chapter features that we have is an end of chapter feature that calls the reader to action in incorporating student voice into leadership like Jeremy and I have showed you today. The end of chapter feature has the acronym ASKEM. So how do you start to get students involved? You ask them, A-S-K-E-M. Ask is ask them. Um, S is support students through the process, decision-making and then implementation. A K is really get to know them. Like Leanne Meyer-Smith, our chief architect said in the video, students tell it like it is. There's no sugarcoating. You get, you get straight talk. Um, and then, you know, empower the students and engage with them as you're doing what you're doing with them and then monitor the progress. So when we come back to Northwood as an example of the monitoring, we're gonna actually take a post uh, survey to see what it's like. So now Jeremy's uh, putting up another slide right here with the QR code. 
We've got our final discussion prompt that we would love your input and insights in. And Jeremy and I will check this um, and we'll respond to you. The prompt here is, in what ways are you asking your students for their input on decision-making? In what ways are you asking them for their thoughts and for their ideas? What are the ways you're supporting student voices? Please uh, click the uh, QR code with your um, device or go to the URL and share with us either what you're doing, some questions you have. We're so proud to engage with you. We're so proud of our students, We're so part, proud of our staff. We do try to inspire, innovate, and engage each and every day here in District 112. All right, Jeremy, why don't you bring it on home? All right, so thank you again uh, to TCA, to IdeaCon for allowing us this opportunity to share how we are really helping, uh, you know, helping our students become leadership partners here in District 112. So if you, dear viewer, would like to take a look at some more of uh, some more information on our Modern Learning Committee and our Portrait of a Graduate, and you know, just in general, our long-term, long-range plans and you know, some of the ways we're including our students uh, in those planning, go ahead and take a look at these two URLs here. You can click there. So it's our uh, district website slash modern learning or slash long range planning. So take a look at that. Finally, if you would like to connect with either Dr. Lubelfeld or myself, we have some of our social media information here, our email address, our Twitter, uh, our district Twitter handle, um, our, our Voxer, if you want to voice chat, if you want to connect with us on LinkedIn, you can do that as well. So go ahead and pause this, jot those down, give us a follow on Twitter, say hello. Uh, we can connect about student leadership. Finally, I want to take a moment to uh, put a huge shout out, out to our Director of Communications, Mr. Nicholas Glenn, who did a fantastic job producing the videos that you had a chance to see in today's session. Um, the session would not have been possible without his expertise, um, and I just you know, really, really wanted to give him a big shout out there. All right, so that wraps it up, everybody. So don't forget to evaluate our session. So. Um, an auto-generated certificate of attendance with credit hours will be emailed to you following the event. Um, and thank you once again to everyone uh, for this opportunity and for taking the time to learn with us today. Thank you so much. It's an honor, honored to be here. Thank you for listening to Lighthouse 112, the podcast from the Superintendent of Schools in the North Shore School District 112. We're a PK-8 public school district in Northeast Illinois. This podcast is a source of information about the school district, its leadership, its teachers and students, and its community. It's another source of updates and an additional source of news regarding the changing narrative of public education. Inspire, innovate, and engage. This podcast can be listened to and heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and other sources are being added all the time. Please check back and subscribe to us to stay current with what's going on in North Shore School District 112. Please also visit our website at www.nssd112.org. Thank you so much for listening and for your interest.